Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Lab. Uh, we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics on this show. If you are listening to us over shortwave radio, send us an email at theweeklylab at gmail.com and we will get you a QSL card in the mail. If you're listening to us via our podcast, then uh, make sure you hit subscribe, send us an email as well. Let us know of any topic suggestions that you have for us to discuss. That's pretty much what drives the entire show is the listeners. Yep. Um, we've just finished up, thankfully, our little mini-series on conspiracies. Why, you gotta say thankfully, you didn't enjoy it. No, after, like, the fifth one, I was just kind of over the conspiracies at that point. Oh, okay. I mean, we ended on a high note. We did your favorite one. Yeah, we did the, uh, last, last, uh, week we did the Malaysian Flight 370 disappearance and all of the conspiracies surrounding it. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, we didn't crack the case. No. I, I did get some responses from people that had listened to it. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people think that the pilot was The guy, the responsible, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Some people think that it vanished like the Bermuda Triangle, like it went into some black hole, some portal. Yeah, it's called the Indian Ocean. I mean, where? Where's the evidence? The uh, material that's wa uh, washed up on shores that has been confirmed to come from that aircraft. Well. That's a whole other conspiracy. But where's all the other bodies? Uh, probably at the bottom of the drink. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. I mean, we might, but it'll be down down the road. But yeah, yeah so that was last week. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do this week? This week we're shifting gears a little bit. Uh, you've been saying that there was something on the news recently about dogs being kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, and, it sounds and this like it's uh, incredible stuff here, people. So we're going to dig into this dog napping. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily that specific case, but it's apparently been on the rise, and this was requested from a listener. Okay, so, so we have a listener that wants to have the subject of dog napping <laughs> dissected. So we're gonna we're gonna stay true to our roots, and we're gonna yeah. dig in and dissect to dog napping. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's personal to us because I worry about that kind of stuff with uh, like having dogs in general. I yeah, always, I mean, our I dogs are napping that. right now. They are napping. So we're Peacefully. gonna talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, no, the most recent, like, of course it made the news, was Lady Gaga's uh, two French bulldogs were stolen. Mm. Um, I don't know the whole backstory. I didn't get into it because, I mean, this happens apparently a lot more than you think about. But since she's a celebrity, it made, like, headline news. Mm. Um, she was offering a $500,000 reward for if somebody was able to bring them back to her. 500000 Yep. Are you sure? Yes. I saw her post on Instagram. And it was from her verified account. Sounds like a lot. So, I mean, she's a celebrity, so she she can afford it. But, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that just means that she loves her dogs, and she really wanted them back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but basically, the so this kind of ties into, not only has it been happening a lot lately, but um, it kind of ties into the current event that isn't so current anymore. I mean, it's been going on for at least a year, the coronavirus. Yeah. So when we all had to quarantine at home and like really lock down, stay home a lot last year, people started adopting pets. Yeah, of course. A lot more. Because they were home, they were lonely, they wanted a companion. Yeah. And uh, according to the AKC, uh, which is the American Kennel Club, yep, yep, the yep. adoption rate from last year to this year has went up 178%. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, it is. Like, shelters honestly were emptied. Oh, um, the only time. The only fear that I have, and by I'm not a professional, but this is just like me being caution, cautious about it, is I kind of picture it like... People who buy rabbits for Easter and give it to their kids, like, yeah. or a puppy for Christmas. Sure. Like you don't think about the long-term yeah. work 
and it just sounds good at the time. You mm. know what I mean? So when coronavirus dies down, I just really hope and pray that the people who did get dogs and cats and companion animals during this time don't just blow them off yeah. when they're finally allowed to go back to work. You know what I mean? Because when you're home, raising a puppy is easy. You're there to take them out all day, every day, whenever they got to go. And when you're going back to work, they're going to be neglected. And some, in some ways, I feel like our dogs are neglected because we leave them home for like four hours and then come home at lunch and then leave them again for four hours. Yeah, you know I what I mean? You. I hear you. That's just the kind of person we are. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, adoptions were up. Shelters were emptied, essentially, because people wanted um, companions during this time. But in turn, apparently, that has increased the demand for dogs and turned into people dog napping dogs more often because they're trying to capitalize on something like that and make a quick buck. You're, you know, these are sick people. Right. Like, I just don't understand. Like, there's enough crap going on in the world and you're going to be greedy and steal somebody's companion and like a family member and try and make money off of it. Now, we're going to get into a list here in a little bit about the 10 most expensive dog breeds to buy, Mm. like from breeders. And I mean... They, some of them cost a lot of money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So it's ridiculous because there's plenty of animals in shelters that need to be adopted. Yeah, people go to these breeders and uh, right. fork over a lot of money. Yeah. So, I mean, dogs get kidnapped from people's yards because they're unattended. Um, they get kidnapped in their cars if they leave them unlocked sometimes. Some people just steal the car and, ironically, there's a dog in the backseat. Have you ever heard that? Like, no. Parents, parent of the year here, people leave their kids in the car, like in their car seat. And then go into the store and somebody steals the car and turns around there's a kid in a car seat. You well, know what I, I mean, mean they like, were only going to be in there for a few minutes. Right. And that's the, that's the thought process. So, I mean, dogs are getting stolen in all kinds of ways. Yeah, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't want to leave a dog in. Mm. Mm. Oh. No, you know? I mean, mm. we went to the grocery store earlier. And here's the thing. Like, there are ways that you can protect your dog, right? So, if you're worried, but you want to take your furry friends everywhere with you like we do... There's ways to do it. So, like, we go into the local grocery store. I don't leave my car unlocked. If it's too cold or too hot, one of us stays in the car. Even if we want to bring them, we're just like, you know what? One of us will just sit in and keep the car running or whatever. Yeah. Um, but don't go in the store for like hours. Don't leave them alone for that long. You know what I mean? Like just to minimize your risk. Like if you really want to bring them with you, there is a risk. Somebody wants to steal your car or your dog. They're going to do whatever they need to do to get them. But if you want to bring them, be smart about it. Um, some of the other things you can do, just briefly talking about it to protect your animal. Like we don't have a doggy door in our house. No, we don't. Um, but our dogs do use doors. Not on their own. We open them and they use them that Correct. way. Yeah. Right, because they don't have thumbs. Um, but, like, when they go outside, if they're outside for, like, longer than 10 minutes by themselves, I go out there. Like, one, I don't want them digging up my yard, so I want to see what they're getting into. And, two, Coop's been known to jump six-foot privacy fences, and we only have, like, a four-foot chain link fence. Yeah. So, I mean, he's older now. I don't think he would do that. But, like, three, I don't want to leave him unattended because... They're friendly, so, like, our dogs aren't jerks in that way, which would be beneficial if somebody was trying to steal them, but I feel like they would just walk up to anybody, and then they could just take them out the gate. You hate to see it. You know? So, be responsible, monitor them. Uh, The other thing was getting your dog microchipped. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yep, get your dog microchipped. Make sure you register the microchip and put your personal info, and for people like Ryan and I, we move around all the time, being in the military, you gotta update your info. Gotta update it. So, like, we have our dogs registered on home again. Yeah. And I have to go in and update our address every time we move. Which isn't a big deal. No, you just go onto the website. You just do it. 
And I mean, I have them on auto renewal. I think it's like 30 bucks a year for the protection. They got little tags on their collars and, um, cause obviously if your dog somehow miraculously gets stolen, but ends up at a shelter or something, you have to have proof of ownership, which they have their own like medical records. So <laughs> a lot of proof that there are dogs. Oh yeah. But microchipping is the best way to protect your dog. That is like the, uh, that's the gold standard, if you will. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty handy dandy. I know animal control has like a microchip, um, readers, Reader. all that kind of stuff. Yep, so, yep. Mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so when you're thinking of getting a dog, I have, like I said, the list of the top 10 most expensive dog breeds out there, which in my mind, the only reason that I'm talking about this is because it's enticing to people to make to a buck off of them. an expensive dog breed. Right, because they know the more expensive you paid for it, the right. more money if, they can get. If a criminal is going to go out looking to steal something, are they more likely to steal a diamond or are they more likely to steal carbon? That could become a diamond under high pressure. You you know what I mean? Does that kind of make yeah, sense? It, it makes sense. Yeah. It depends on their mm-hmm. hobbies. Like, what if they really just like putting carbon under high pressure and making diamonds themselves, you know? I mean, well, exactly. And that's the whole thing. What if people don't like expensive dogs? Then, I mean, there are some on here that personally... So, I have the top 10 most expensive and then the most common breeds yeah. that are stolen. Oh, wow. So, let's, without further ado, please, let's get into this because I'm just jumping at the bit here. Yeah. So, what... Um, Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Do you think they're the most expensive or ones that get stolen? Uh, expensive. They're not on here. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. They're they're the most expensive ones not on your list. Right. Okay. That could be true. Yeah. I don't have that list of dogs do. that are I, not I on do. my list. I have that list. Okay. <laughs> Good grief. Um, all right. So number 10 is an Afghan hound. Mm, yep. You're familiar with the Afghan? I am, actually. Oh, okay. Um, they, uh, generally speaking, go for $7,000. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. So the key to this, and it'll we'll get into it when we get into the most commonly stolen breeds, mm-hmm. there's a reason that the breeds that are stolen are stolen. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. these ones are just enticing because of the price, but we'll get into it. Um, number nine is a pharaoh hound. A pharaoh hound. Yeah. They're kind of odd-looking dogs. Never heard of them. Never heard of them, surprisingly. Um, they're like a very tan dog. They, oh, they're like wow. the kinds you see in hieroglyphs. $7,500. $7,500 on wow. average. Um, Dojo Argentino. They're like a big bully breed dog. They're huge. They're known for being guard dogs. Um, originally developed for big game hunting. Wow. $8,000 That's on average. That's nuts. Now, the next one is interesting to me. I didn't know there was a difference between like an Eskimo dog, like a... What do you call them? Uh, there's huskies, but then there's Siberian huskies. No, but Alaskan Malamutes. Alaskan Malamutes. And so this, Eskimo. Yeah, this one's the Canadian Eskimo dog. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about that. Um, they're currently facing extinction, and there's less than 300 remaining in the world. So that could be enticing to a, th- a theft because they're rare. You think so? I think so, but they're also eight thousand seven hundred fifty dollars on average. What do they look like? A husky. They literally look like a husky. So mm. I don't know how you could tell the difference. You walk DNA. up to a car and you're like, that's definitely a Canadian Eskimo dog. You I'm know taking what? that one. Yeah. It would probably be what they speak, I would say, is probably like one of the biggest. Do they speak like, like French? Are they French-Canadian? I doubt it because most of the French uh, speak, uh, in, in Canada anyway, they're on the eastern side. And that, mm. that to me, that coat, looks it looks western? like it would be more western. So <laughs> if it were to speak... Ridiculous. Um, if it were to speak one of the native languages up there, you know, like a Ludic yeah. or something like that. Right. Possibly. But if it's speaking Russian, then you know that it's most likely from Siberia. 
Interesting. Indeed. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is a Rottweiler. Yeah, Rottweilers. Um, I don't know. I, do, I don't... I personally haven't heard... Um, oh, it's saying... So, initially, they cost around, like, $1,500. But with, like, vet bills and their health issues, they can cost up to 9000 initially. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't even know what this dog is. Azawak? Oh, yeah, the old Azawak. <laughs> Azawak, is that how you say that? Mm. $9,500. That's crazy. One of the newest breeds as of 2019. Yeah. Also one of the most expensive. They hail from West Africa. Yeah. And they're used as hunting dogs. Never heard of them. Uh, number four, the Tibetan Mastiff can run you ten grand. Those things, I tell you what. They're aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Just by the looks or you actually know? No, that's what they were bred for is to protect um, herds and stuff like that. And yeah. people get them as guard dogs. They can oh. run you 10 grand. 10 grand. Wow. Look yes. at that. So they were bred to protect sheep from wolves, leopards, and bears. If leopards. that tells you anything. Leopards, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Leopards. Faux show. Where um, do you have sheep that leopards would be? I'm trying to just think real quick. The jungle? I don't know. You ever seen sheep in a jungle? No. But then again, I've never been to a legit jungle, so maybe there's jungle sheep. I don't know. There could be, yeah. I don't know. You ever seen those countries, like, over, or uh, areas in, like, Africa where cheetahs just, like, run through the village? Yeah, but that's not a leopard. (laughs) No, but... And there's no sheep over there, from what I'm familiar with. I don't know. If anybody knows where a leopard and a sheep would cross paths, Yeah, shoot us us an email. Let me know. I'm (laughs) curious about that. Theweeklylab at gmail.com. Where would a sheep and a leopard cross paths? Yeah. Huh. Unless maybe the shepherd got lost. But anyway, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Yeah. Uh, number three is a chow chow. Oh, yeah. They got the black tongue. They do. Mm-hmm. 11,000. I believe so, it. So what this is, I'm, the more I'm looking at this. Yeah, the more you're thinking, I'm glad I rescued. It, no, well, that's you. But it's going off of like their entire lifespan. So not just like original purchase price. Oh, so that was my bad. Yeah, we should have clarified that at the beginning. Um, The next one is a Lao Chen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Little lion dog. Yeah. That's what they're known as. And if I'm not mistaken, they originate from down around the equator. Uh, in France. Right. Yep. There's some French territories that are close to the equator, especially around Africa, uh, <laughs> west <laughs> coast. Yeah. Totally. Um, apparently, there's less than 100 left in the world, or 300, 300. Yeah. Back in 73, there were only 65. Can you believe it? And the number one is the Samiad. Or Samoyed. Depends on how you say it. How do you say it? Samiad. Samiad. Yeah. And that thing can cost $14,000 over the lifetime. Yeah, can you believe that? I can. Now, what is it that this particular breed actually does for the the master, if you will? Can you give us a little bit of a background? What were they designed to do? What are they in demand for? And what is it that they actually thrive at doing? Um, I think just being a companion dog. Okay. I don't know for sure. They're known as the smiling dog, though. Right. Because when they pant, they smile. Now, um, I'm surprised that the Papua New Guinea singing dog didn't make an appearance on there. Hmm. Those are rare. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're expensive. You know, you have to remember, just because something's rare doesn't mean that it's automatically expensive. Right. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah. So, one thing I noticed about that is those are all bigger dog breeds. Oh. So, if we shift gears into the 10 most commonly abducted. Yeah, stolen kidnapped, dogs. Dog napped. You'll notice 
that a lot of them are small breeds. And oh, I mean, well, it's easy to make off with a small breed. Right. And that's the thing. So um, we're going to get into the top 10, but like the majority of the most commonly stolen ones are small breeds because they're light. Yeah. They're easy to pick up and just grab and take away. If they bite you, you're like, ow, it hurts. Probably but not aerodynamic. Really. Probably. Um, number 10 is the Labrador Retriever. Oh. You hate to see it. Well. You hate to see it. I do enjoy a nice lab. Um, they've ho- held the title for the most popular dog for the past 26 years. I believe it. Yeah. So, I think, I would say, let's talk about this. I would say that they get stolen because they're in high demand. Really? What do you think? I think they get stolen because they're sheer numbers. That, what do you mean? Like, like they're common? Yeah. Yeah. They're good-looking dogs. They are. They're working breed. They're smart. Yeah. They please. Yeah. Family dogs. What else? I mean, what more do you want? I mean, I feel like... And two, I think it's easy to steal Lab because they're friendly. Oh, very. Like, our chocolate Lab Dax, he would have gone with anybody. He mm-hmm. would have been like, okay, bro, look, let's go. And it's yeah. like, no, that's that's not... Nope, get back here. Uh, that's not your daddy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Number nine is a German Shepherd. Wow. I thought those would, like, stand their ground and try to kill you. I feel like they would, too. But, I mean, I could see where somebody would want to snag one because they do cost quite a bit of money if they're properly trained. And what they're bred for, for guarding and everything like that, I mean, I guess I could see how they're enticing. I get it. I don't know. This one is kind of frustrating. So, number eight's a pit bull. Oh, yeah. So, there are so many pit bulls in shelters. And pit bull, by the way, is not even a real breed. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. But um, it's just a makeshift name that they just name all bully breeds that are mixed with other things. Um, But I think that this one's frustrating because the reason, the most common reason, and this is what this article is talking about, that they're stolen for is for dog fighting. Mm. Like, people steal people's pit bulls so that they can fight them and make money dang so that's that's frustrating um number seven is a labradoodle mm. eh, I'm not, yeah i feel like that one probably has died down in recent years because i would say back in like 2011 maybe 2012 they were really really popular um i mean this article was posted earlier this year so in 2021 these are the current stats wow um but i feel like maybe that has died down because they're i mean they're they're good for hypoallergenic like they don't shed people don't get allergies and things like that but i don't think the popularity of them is so prevalent as it as it was like 10 years ago exactly but apparently still common number six is a chihuahua which is interesting to me but they're small easy to snatch you know yeah i don't know what you would do with one i don't know companion dog that's really all these smaller dogs are Mm. number five is a french bulldog which that see that doesn't surprise me because they have gotten so popular over the last like five to six years that people are just in it for the money and there's still smaller breeds that are easier to snatch as well so i mean i have a friend that paid six grand for a french bulldog some of them run you upwards of ten twelve thousand dollars so of course there's money to be made with those so honestly if it was me like i like french bulldogs but i wouldn't get one for the sole fact that i don't want it to get stolen because that's oh i wouldn't get one for the simple fact of i could rescue several other animals for that amount of money well true so i was going to make comment about that later but um number four is boston terrier boston's yep yep uh we have one that walks our neighborhood uh number three is a maltese oh a maltese painting yeah often sold for around twenty five hundred dollars jeez it's ridiculous number two is pomeranian 
So, Amanda, if you're listening, guard your Pomeranians. She has two of them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a Pomeranian. Very small, petite, easy to grab. Easy to steal. They're like little fur balls. You yeah. just grab them. And the number one most commonly stolen dog is a Yorkshire Terrier. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think that's because they're probably so common. Like, they aren't as expensive to buy like a French Bulldog, but they're they're extremely common. Like, I remember for a while there, all my friends had Yorkshire Terriers. I don't know why. I'm not a huge fan, but, um, yeah. So, I was also... It's me. So, those are your top ten. So, if you're thinking about getting a dog, maybe stay away from those breeds. And like Ryan said, there's plenty of breeds in the shelter. Like, usually they're mixed, which, honestly, I'm glad our dogs are mutts because maybe they're not enticing to somebody to steal, even though they're fantastic dogs. Like, people aren't out to just steal mutts to make money because they're just mutts but they're the best Mm. they're the best they're the most robust you know they don't have the health problems that these other dogs do that rack you up 14 grand during their whole lifespan things like that tell you what um but yeah maybe i'm kind of glad that our dogs aren't like purebred dogs where people are like oh i kind of want that one stay away from our dogs man. people are going to be people well that's true if they want it they'll get it but luckily here's the thing too not every state recognizes stealing dogs as like a crime Hmm. Which is wrong in my mind. But there are 15 states that have dog napping like in their criminal laws. And we live in one of them. Oh, cool. So Connecticut is one of them. California, Delaware, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, New Hampshire, New York, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Virginia, Texas, Washington, and West Virginia. They all have laws written into their state laws about the criminal act of stealing a dog. Ain't that something. Which is good. And I know other states are um, upping the ante on, like, animal abuse and things like that, turning them into felonies and things like that. So that's good. Um, But, yeah, I mean, with the whole pandemic and people adopting pets and things like that, we just kind of wanted to come on here due to the request and talk yeah. about it. I mean, it's obviously on the rise for some unfortunate reason. It's, it's knowledge that needs to be shared. Yeah. You know, you got to protect yourself because if you don't, who will? That's right. That's what I always say. Yeah. That's kind of my motto that I go by. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is keeping an eye on your pets. Yeah. Well, I mean, in addition to that, keeping an ear out for them too. Well, yeah. You know. Our dog Ray will definitely let you know when he wants inside or outside. Or anything. Yeah, he's a crybaby. Yeah, crybaby Ray. That's but what I mean, they call him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if your pet is part of your family, you want to keep an eye on him and not have to worry about that moment where you freak out because what if somebody stole your dog? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine being put in that situation and knowing I probably could have prevented it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Looking back after something like that happens and you're like, oh no. Yeah. I did this and that. Right. Or I should have done this and that. I don't know. It's just it's just nerve-wracking in general because... It's stressful being a dog owner. It is. I mean, I've heard of people, like, literally jumping six-foot fences to get into somebody's yard and take their dog. That's like, crazy. Who is that desperate to take a dog? Go adopt one. Right. You could adopt a dog for, like, 30 bucks. $30. One of our friends recently adopted a dog in Texas for free. For free. Because of the coronavirus. And it was literally, like, drive-up delivery. You She, like, met the dog or whatever and then drove up to the shelter, drove up... And they, like, gave her the puppy. Oh, yeah, look at that. And it was free. So it's like, what? You can't beat that. That's like a friend for life right yeah, there. It's a free friend. Right. But money they... money can't buy happiness. Ain't that what they say? Yeah. But it can buy you a puppy. True. Or a dog. Yeah. It can rescue a dog. That's right. It's a, long, it's a lifelong commitment, though. So yeah. they rely on you for a lot of stuff. So protect them. 
Protect you know? yours by investing in your dog's future. Right. That is... Is this an ad? That's the, pretty much the theme of this whole thing here. <laughs> Are we doing a promotional ad right so now? That's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a shame that these dog nappers are, uh, are out and about. So protect your animals and... Um, I, just, I just hate that they're trying to capitalize on something that's already annoying. Like a wow. pandemic. That's, that's people for you. I know, but people, it's like, get a know. life. Wouldn't you rather hang out with dogs than people? I would say get a job, but those are kind of hard to come by. Well, um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing that we need to figure out today mm-hmm. is where would a flock of sheep and a, and a, and leopard, a leopard cross paths? I think that's the new the new question at hand now. Yeah. You know, some some of our shows, we talk about things and it just trickles into the next episode. I mean, maybe like a mountain lion I could see, but a leopard? Right. Because, I mean, in California where we met, there's a lot of farms with sheep and goats and stuff and there's mountain lions there. Yeah, but are there leopards? No. Absolutely not. What if somebody stole somebody's leopard and it got away from them while they were close to a flock of sheep? Yes. That's why you would need that one dog there. Right. Mm. And it costs you 10 grand. Got it. So worth it, though, for somebody else's mistake of letting their leopard loose. Hey, you never know. Would you rather save your flock? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Better, yeah. I mean, a flock of sheep, depending on what you're using them for, is an investment. So why not invest in a $10,000 dog? Because there's a chance that a leopard could be there. Well, you know what they say. Um, Flock of sheep will graze together. No. They will. (laughs) <laughs> so that's, I've not I've not heard this saying. It's it's a it's that's a, all. It's a saying. Sure, everybody says it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think anybody does. Anyway, Anyways, the weekly lab at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us an email. Let us know about this whole leopard crossing paths with a, a flock of sheep. Let yeah. us know what dog breeds you have. What do you enjoy? What you don't enjoy? Um, and if you were one that jumped on the bandwagon of adopting during this uh, COVID uh, outbreak that's still going on, even though uh, people <laughs> said it was going to be over as soon Months as other ago. events happened. So, uh, yep. yeah, still, uh, still hanging in there. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, tune in next week for another episode of The Lab. <laughs>